Welcome to Never Watch Alone, where you never have to watch a movie alone. We're starting a new show called Disney Dan Presents, and as you may have guessed, I am Disney Dan. I'm a dear friend of Tim, the head of the show, and he's with me as well. Say hello, Tim. Hello, world. Oh, man, dude, I've been so excited about this new show. So, uh, yeah, man, like, uh, what makes Disney Dan so freaking Disney? I want to know, and I'm sure everyone out there who wants to know. But, of course, if y'all want to just, like, get straight to the podcast or the commentary and be like, shut up and play the movie. As always, there's a sync button below. But let's talk about you, Dan. How, what's what's up? Like, what what's the Disney that makes you Disney, Dan? What's the Disney that makes me Disney, Dan? Well, I have been a fan of Disney since I was a wee little child, and the first movie I ever saw in movie theaters was Bambi, back in the seventies. Ooh, um, that's gotta be uh, <laughs> that's gotta be traumatizing. I was four. I mean, I'm pretty much numb from that point on when it came to anything. You know, mother, blam, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I've gone to the Disney parks most of my life in 81, 87, 90. I worked at uh, Disney in 97 as my part of my college internship. I went back to Disney in 2004, worked there and I worked at Universal both for a year and a half. And I went back in 2016 with some friends. Uh, I love Disney. It's been one of my biggest inspirations and pleasures my entire life. I... Uh, and you're oh. a real historian, too, about the whole, like, oh, God, just not yeah. in terms of, like, you, you know, just the movies and, and shows and animational, but also just, like, the company history of it. I get you know? I, I dig into the history of it. I, I know that uh, uh, Walt Disney was, he was a very creative guy, but he was a bit of a uh, heavy on the conservative side. Hated movies. <laughs> uh, he yeah. was a Nazi, as people said. He didn't hate Jewish people, like some people have said, but he was... A product of his time, as many people are. Um, yeah, but, and and uh, he created an evil corporation. I'm actually curious how you feel about that. Quality entertainment for families, and the mm -hmm. company has tried to keep up that uh, that distinct from the beginning. Um, I'm really enjoying what Marvel, what Disney's been doing with Marvel and Pixar and the Muppets. Um, my joke is now basically they're one. Um, they're one Ghostbusters away from owning my entire childhood. I know, right? It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, on a, I so I still and you know, despite for all the love, I take it you're still one who's still like, I think we should break up the mouse's power a little bit because he's got a cup. He's got one too many Infinity uh, stones in that gauntlet that yeah. Mickey's holding there. Which is there. kind of amazing <laughs> considering the that the company was going bankrupt in the eighties. Oh, I know. You know, it's crazy. Like you look back at like Marvel, even just like yeah, they went totally filed for bankruptcy in like the mid '90s, and now they're a billion dollar superpower of. Oh media. yeah, they're freaking uh, juggernaut, just like uh, Lucasfilm. And Lucasfilm never was actually hurting for cash, but I guess George Lucas got tired of people saying you're making bad stuff. He's like, "Fuck you, I don't care anymore." Well, in all oh, by fairness, the way, this show is not for children. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we. uh we bring the uh, the adult perspective to it. So, kids, uh, do your do everyone a favor and put this down and give it to your parents. Do and do your maybe... homework, take your vitamins, drink your milk, and say your prayers like Paul Hogan told you to. And and pass your parents this this podcast and their bongs. And fuck off. <laughs>
Uh, don't don't ever do it until you're like thirty. <laughs> Ask your mom. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so here we are on our very first show, and we and we're in the middle of Mobster Month. I don't know. I I know I keep try to keep you up on the regular portions of the show because I really want to keep you a a real uh your own entity, Dan. Right. right. And the reason um, basically, basically what you told me they chose Zootopia for for Mobster Month because of Mister Big. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's really hard because Disney and the Mafia. Well, it's not. It's not really like There's a good juxtaposition there. No, no, no. It's really. It, although I I would really like to hear Mickey say, "I'm gonna give him an offer he can't refuse." <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that. Can we? <laughs> I still have testicles. <laughs> hey i do too i just have a really good vocal range thankfully uh, <laughs> um so i guess that said uh talking about zootopia like okay so uh you know obviously this is kind of a big tentpole movie for not just disney but and disney fans but also for us as well you know also uh, big so furries <laughs> oh my god yeah and you totally you kind of are you still a, do you still like I don't, I don't go with to the conventions crowd. or anything, but I, I keep my toe in the water just to see what's going on. Because <laughs> I've, a I've bunch seen of some of your it's more, more I, weirdos than when I was involved. I, I've yeah, because I've seen some of your, uh, your your old furry trunk, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, man, that was that was a weird conversation in the morning after. <laughs> hey, you were the one going through my computer, man. <laughs> no, no, it was actually through like a, a old like old stuff in your basement and whatnot. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, someone, yeah, that's right. Don't yeah, so I remember some of the I weird, have. the weird shit, man. But and uh, <laughs> I guess that's really is the great thing about the, uh, this movie is like, look, at its best, it's going to make your kid more tolerant and progressive, and at the worst, it'll just turn him into a furry. Like, is that is that really that big of a deal? <laughs> Well, we'll talk about uh, what Disney did to reach out to the furries for this uh, this movie while we're watching it. So, uh, well, yeah, but what was likely yeah, the because I take it you saw the uh, the trailers and whatnot. Did you go to see it in theaters? Oh, for uh, Zootopia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so talk a little bit about that. What was what was that first night show? Your first impression uh, seeing it in theaters? I really couldn't tell you. I mean, I went and saw a, man, a matinee. Oh, okay. I mean, it okay. wasn't like I saw... I didn't see it the opening night. It wasn't with a bunch of furry friends or anything. I just was like, you know, <laughs> there's a movie out with Disney. I want to go check it out. Same, I did the same thing with Frozen, which I saw at the middle, in the middle of a blizzard. Go figure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Ohio. <laughs> yeah. But I went and saw Zootopia, and I really enjoyed it. And I saw it... Uh, then I went to Blu-ray. I watched it a couple times. And my dad really liked the film. He really enjoyed it. He thought it was very colorful. Oh, yeah. Film. Um, I I watched it on I think I think I watched it uh uh oh I forget, I forget where I watched it for the first time I think I saw it at a friend's at Blu-ray on Blu-ray or whatnot I know I didn't see it in the theater just because uh, look I'm I'm sorry like I'm uh, right away I'm just gonna kill all the Disney fans that are listening out there but I really did not care for Frozen <laughs> so... I I saw Frozen in the theater it's like okay it's a cute movie. But I remember, saw it. we, you and I, are not the target audience. We're not the preteen no. girls. So, no, no. but this one had a lot well, more even... humor, and it was a lot more fun. 
Well, I, I guarantee you there's going to be people out there listening to this like, it's more than just it's little girls. Like, little, little boys like it too, man. Like, shut up. <laughs> so, now, and granted, I do see that. Yeah, Frozen was shut pretty up, good, but holy, it's just that holy shit, that movie was so hype. You remember 2013 that movie came out? The year after 2014? You literally could not escape fucking Frozen at, at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, for a while, I that's the reason why I didn't watch it. I think I didn't watch it until like 2015 or whatnot. And I was like, eh, it was okay, but Tangled's better. <laughs> so, I, and right there, I know we've lost like three or four to subscribers, <gasps> uh, which, you know, is like 10% of all oh, the subscribers that we have. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, no, so this is the movie that I watched that I was like, oh, God, yes, finally, there's a movie out there. That they finally shut the fuck up about Frozen. <laughs> I personally think Frozen is a better movie than Frozen. Yeah, you know what? We'll bring that up. Uh, we're gonna have to have you know a crossover with uh, Marvel movie of the month with Mark with uh, Disney Dan on that one. Ooh, that'd be cool. That oh yeah, dude, that's the marveliest Marvel non Marvel movie to ever exist. But well, uh, actually, I was reading that they're possibly bringing uh, Big Hero Six characters into the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. You know, I, I actually, well, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? We're getting this multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange, this multiverse shit with Spider-Man, and now and Andrew Garfield, and and now we're Fox getting like you know the vague like Doctor Ock, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Alfred, Alfred Molina. Yeah, we're Alfred getting Pena, yeah. We're uh, getting Molina. like weird uh, multiverse shit, kinda in WandaVision, <laughs> but not really. So you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Just like let's have all the. You know what? Instead of just like, <laughs> man, we're getting all over the place. This is this is why I love the show. This is but... why you talk to me. I mean, I discuss everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Fuck it. Let's just have Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, and you know, just all the properties converge for one big stupid showdown event. And uh, then, you know what, in the end, we'll just turn it into Lego form, because why not? That's what Lego movies are doing anyway. This so... is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. <laughs> Mr. Rogers in a bloodstream sweater. Oh, my God. Just have Mr. Rogers show up in the Marvel Universe as Steve Rogers. Oh, God. <laughs> or, or Steve Rogers wearing a Mr. Rogers sweater. Yes, yes. Oh my god, why didn't they have that at the end of Endgame? Seriously! Anyway, the thing about Zootopia is... It's, oh wait, uh, we were it's... about Zootopia, weren't we? Yeah! <laughs> we, I, I love how, like, just completely these weird divergence that we go down on this show that's that's part of what makes it so much fun to listen to i think mm -hmm. um but anyway uh, done to like jerking ourselves off uh let's jerk this movie off like, right. uh, do you want to do you want to actually just like jump on in and get started and uh get rolling with this because yeah, i'm, I'm kind of game for this shit Probably. man yeah man all right so well uh as you know, I I always try to. It's funny because I always try to look up what streaming service or where you can find you know whatever movie we do. <laughs> this Sometimes is an easy one. Gems. The literally this entire show, virtu unless it's something really deep cut that Disney just wants dead and forgotten. Something like awful like Song of the South. If you don't know that, fans, uh, Google it and uh, be prepared to be horrified. It's not uh, that <laughs> bad. It's boring. And, but. But other than, you know, weird deep cut shit like that, 
all of the stuff on here is going to be real easy. It's on the plus. Yeah, you know, Disney sorry, Plus, you, you guys. Find, like Watcher in the Woods or Child of Glass or um, <laughs> no. Yeah, some of the deep cut. There's a lot of cartoons. No, but, uh, it's most of the Disney cartoons are available there. Most of the movies are there. Um, especially some of the more modern well, ones. Like well, since since this one, ma- you know, made Disney literally a billion dollars. Um, well, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure the, it's going to stay. This was one of What's the up? top five uh, top five grossing movies based on an original concept. Yeah, I believe it. It's like right after Avatar. Yeah, I believe it. Which. Even though, as a vocal fan of that movie, it really wasn't that original. No, it no. wasn't. <laughs> I liked it better than Pocahontas. I mean, Fern Gully. I mean, Smurfs. I mean... Well, you know, I, I, I'd i say one more, but that's going to be the tease for our next episode oh. next April. Right. But that said, uh, I think we should get it up. So, yeah, man, it's on Disney+. Plus, or if you've got the Blu-ray... Uh, if you've got it from an alternative source, we're cool with that kind of shit. I don't necessarily condone it on the air, but either way, get your copy of Zootopia ready, because we are ready to start this bad boy. Why don't you count it down, Dan? In three, two, take it away, Tinkerbell! Hooah! There's the... And as we're going to see a lot, it's never gonna, it's, it really isn't gonna be a Disney dance show without the Disney logo, is it? Oh no! It really, it's it's just not going to be. Right, actually, the first there's... time I saw this logo was from when it was in Frozen. Like, is this Andorra? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this the country? Was no, the, no, the, no, uh, the brand just... new, brand just... new, all big time CG uh, Disney logo, man. Yeah. Although uh, now, because you know Pixar is owned by Disney, mm-hmm. and I see this every time, I can I always have to remind myself when watching this movie. This movie is not Pixar. No. But it's still the most Pixar it was in, the it was Disney in, Animation it was, uh, Studios is. Well, I also remember, first off, looking at the little Steamboat Willie, Walt well, Disney always wanted to be yeah. reminded. Remember, it all started with the mouse. But when Disney bought Pixar, uh, John Lasseter, who's no longer with the company for reasons, um, yeah. it was the basically the start in charge of all the stories. So when yeah. Zootopia was first... Uh, pitched it was an idea of either um a heist there's gonna be a, a 60s spy movie yeah, uh, yeah a bounty hunter pug in space uh three musketeers but the main thing is they wanted to do animals in an animal setting they wanted to do something yeah, like they, robin hood but they wanted to do it with you know a world that was designed for animals designed by animals i and love the opening when uh, the, the apparently when byron up. howard one of the directors byron howard and rich moore I uh, went and talked to Lassiter uh, and discussed, you know, setting up um, this all animal city. Lassiter picked him up and held him like Simba. Yeah, for real. Because honestly, it's like the setting is so fucking interesting. Let's restructure the entire movie to fit that and be a better al- allegory. I love the fact that they miss they misspelled vicious. Oh yeah. Well, there's <laughs> the, actually a, the a, a charm more original. Um, opening where uh judy hops comes out a lot more heroic where she saves something she saves a, a cat that's up in a tree with a laser pointer yeah yeah that's on the blu-ray extras <laughs> but they, they changed that because they wanted to show her more as a victim so when she gets her ass whooped by uh, uh gideon gray yeah 
I this love is, this is one of the most me. adorable movies ever. I'm sorry, it really is. I know, right? Judy is Judy is so baby. And <laughs> I also love each of the music cues. Like you have the, you know, sci-fi thing, you have the uh the patriotic bit, and then of course, you know, you've got the uh, the seventies bum bum cop kind of thing. <laughs> like it. Love it. Really love it a lot. Plus, having gone to see uh, my niece and nephews do uh, in in theater productions, they've got the awkwardness of these kids down so perfect. I know, right? There's always that one kid who's just a bit extra, but the rest of them are just kind of standing there going, ah, I'm going mm-hmm. to I have to go potty, you know. Although, <laughs> uh, although the kid uh, doing the music there is on point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got a future to him. <laughs> Oh my god, look at how bouncy Judy is. Bouncy I love is Judy, her, her parents are hilarious. Oh, I know, right? They're like, you'll never um, try anything new, you'll never fail. <laughs> it just, it, it's like the tone deaf, it's the tone deaf stuff that are all of, you know, us parents, especially, you know, the Xers and the Millennials and whatnot, uh, who grew up with those tone deaf lessons, but we were too sweet and innocent to really pick up the, on the fact that it was tone deaf. Yeah. Now I do want to And it's not, it. and it was never malicious to them either. Well, no, they were just not... trying to protect us. Exactly. And they were just trying to do what they know. Yeah. Um, although I do love the, uh, the, the constant joke of the, uh, the constant, like the fact that she has like hundreds and hundreds of brothers and sisters I know, that we I know. never like, fucking how see. How parents take care of all these, these bunnies? And how are they like, you know, it'd be, I almost kind of wanted, you know, like one of her brothers or sisters to like support her, especially when she reaches her low point, toward, mm-hmm. like towards the third act of the movie. Like they're all literally just in the background and it's like, can we see a little more of that? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> um, originally, how much do you know about the making of this movie? Um... I'm actually I left most of that for you, okay? Because I know you're the historian, and right. I know how much you love this shit. Well, originally um, the movie was not about Judy Hopps. Mm-hmm. The movie was set it was that I the, remember. Yeah, it was from the point of view of Nick Wilde when they first announced the film. Uh, the uh, first production uh, artwork that was ever released was Nick Wilde kind of standing there looking bored, being surrounded by hundreds of bunnies. Yes, and he also <laughs> had a shot collar on. Because the original yes. idea was is that Zootopia, which is supposed to be this utopian place, all predators uh, are outnumbered ten to one, and they but because they're predators, they have to wear a shot collar so they never they'll never attack any of the, the prey animals, even though most of them wouldn't even do it anyway. And yeah. there's some it was actually pretty deep into the uh, into the story design, and actually some of the stuff was already animated before um, they took a look and said, you know, this movie's kind of depressing. Yeah. You're supposed to be going in this. and looking at Zootopia as this wonderful place for amazing uh, things. And when you're seeing it from Nick Wilde's eyes, he's already cynical. He's already you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I just I just love that moment where she puts on the cap. She's like, I don't know when to quit. I'm like, fuck yeah, Judy, get him. <laughs> yeah. Connect and of train. course, the training here. This this training montage is a lot of fun. You're dead. Buddy. How we get to. And the best part is what's really cool about uh, each of these little setups is that you get to you get a sense for all the different uh, 
factions of what Zootopia is mm -hmm. before you get to take in the breadth of the city itself. Well, I also is... like it because they're setting up her. They're actually setting up the uh, the payoff here in layered scenes. Yes. Oh, I hope someone flushed. <laughs> and I love that quick, you know, that quick uh, parallel shot. That's that's some good shit right there. Mm -hmm. Anyway, no. So they decided to change it. Originally, Judy Hopps was a, a star cop who was tracking down Nick Wilde. So they switched around the story like a year before the movie was to be released. Yeah, yeah. They it was it, it was going to be a very different movie. It was deep, deep, and uh, it was almost it was like Bolt. Bolt was a uh, when Chris Sanders who did uh, Lilo and Stitch. And yeah. uh, Disney and decided they didn't like the way it was going, so got handed Stop off hitting to, yourself. Uh, got, off, got handed over to Rich Moore, who helped direct this, by the way. Yes, yes. Now, there are some cool things. Oh, hey, check it out. It's J.K. Simmons. J. Jonah Jameson himself. Yeah, and uh, Aang. Not Aang. Um, Aang's son. Oh, uh, Tenzin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tenzin. Man, J.K. Simmons. It did, well, let's also not forget the fact that the dude fucking won an Oscar. Won an Oscar. And still went on to voice uh, Grunkle Stan's brother in Gravity Falls. Oh, man, dude. J.K. Simmons is so fucking talented. One of the things they pointed out that uh, Bellwether, if you notice, she's kind of frumpy right now. But as the show yeah. goes on, her clothes get a little classier, a little darker. It's a bit of a hint. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You're right, dude. <sighs> Uh, though actually, originally the production, the the mayor was a pig named Pear, Mayor Swinton, who uh, was actually kind of funny and sexy, but she was an evil <laughs> character. She was kind of an evil character. All her uh, bad bad guy uh, parts got taken by, over by Bellwether. But one of the little uh, uh, cutscenes I saw was Mayor Swinton as a pig putting on lipstick, and she puts on lipstick, stares herself in the mirror. Yep, still a pig. <laughs> Interesting. And then she was her character was cut, and you actually see they they use the model again in the uh, the DMV scene. Oh, okay, right on. And another character who was cut, which really depressed me because she sounded like she was hilarious uh, in the original. You know what? Maybe they'll have that for a sequel because Lord knows there's a sequel coming to this. Oh God, yes. I'm surprised Disney hasn't like you know made a Zootopia land yet. For it'd be perfect. You know, have you going through Rodnopolis or. The Tundra yeah, for or real. any any number of things. But uh no, there was a character named Honey, and she was a honey badger. And she, in my opinion, she would have been the first butch lesbian in a Disney movie. <laughs> How about that? Because she oh, wore tank this, tops this and bit. combat boots Jesus. and combat fatigues. And she was a total conspiracy theorist. And she Jesus. was one of Nick's best friends. That fucking taser seriously, am I the only one who gets freaked out by that taser? <laughs> uh no. Now, also, uh, we come up here as a sequence where she's going to say, here, song, try anything. And of course, yeah, I wrote, down, I wrote down all the names of the songs of, of the right, of the artists on her iPod or Apple Pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, the problem is, I left uh... it on my laptop in the other room, so I can't go grab it. <laughs> but one of them is Guns and Rodents, which makes you think, so there are guns in this world, huh? Interesting. But there is not, a, well, I mean, there's there Nick ought Jaguar, to be. Uh, Katy Perry. Well, yeah, we're about to see uh, the, uh, the 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 thing coming up like really soon. Yeah, and then uh, so Black Sabbath is Black Sable. <laughs> they had a lot of fun with the name with the yeah fur fighters. I love that. Hyena Gomez. Yep, Gazelle. There's Gazelle. There's Gazelle uh, Shakira with a song by Sia. And of course, and I'm not gonna lie, this song does kind of slap. This song slaps so hard, dude. <laughs> 
And this is oh, look at this shit, man. Oh, dude, the design, I love it. Mm -hmm. And they actually said that in the uh, making of, they were talking about if you watch, they use some cut, they use a couple uh, uh, quick illusions, like when she goes from Tundra Town, goes from the, the desert into Tundra Town. Yeah, she's gonna go through a cloud and the color of the uh, the uh, sky is gonna turn to a more brilliant blue to affect make you think it's a lot colder. Sweet. I also love the idea that you know one is a heater and then you know cold air comes out the other end. Yeah, that's oh man. Can you imagine the kind of power somewhere in here? The I kind of power grid in here. There's two little yeah two little girls the two little elephants dressed as Elsa and Anna. It's one of the Easter eggs. Yep. Oh, there's so many Easter eggs. It's going to be impossible for us to keep up. Oh, with. God, yeah, definitely. This right here is probably probably my favorite shot in the movie. It's where works so the raindrops well. and the this camera pans up. This is why I don't up. understand why there's not a Zootopia ride. Seriously, you could have a Zootopia ride on this monorail using the projection technology Disney has invented and just go through Zootopia. Pro and we'll be the projection, fuck away. dude, they've got the Animal Kingdom right fucking there, man. Exactly. Like, get on that. Oh my god, it's, there's a whole bunch right? of shit that's not being used. Seriously. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and it's not like the, the damn monorail has to move. Just use the projection technology. Honestly, you don't even really need that. I mean, because like I said, animal the Animal Kingdom's right there, and they've got the sprinklers. I've yeah. seen them. So... And Why not? Is the uh, first oh, time you really start the... seeing the animals, the, the different things are the lion texting. Oh my god! I never noticed the... that. Yep, there's the uh, the hippopotamuses coming down, and there's the uh, yep the gerbils. The gerbils are, I think those are those are uh, hamsters because they're not tails. Oh okay, and the otter. <laughs> I have to point out all the otters for my fiance. Plus, there's like a, she little, is a bunch of little uh, stories that are going on. You just watch some, uh, you know, Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts, or whatever to call them. That rhino who's clearly at pissed off about <laughs> his mortgage loan or something. Yeah. I need these. Welcome to Zootopia. Please buy my panties. <laughs> I do love the design that the cape of the woman is actually her shell. Yeah. And complimentary de-lousing. That's weird. Oh, hey, check it out. Director cameos. Yep. As the loud neighbors. Apparently, there, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of theories going around the furry fandom that they're gay. But I'm just like, you just like, I... you just like gay people. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, sure, they could be. But honestly, the way that the, the way they fight, honestly, it feels like they are two dude bros who yeah. are just two friends who are just trying to live together. And they're just not having it, and they're just pissed off with the city life. Because, look, yeah. anyone who's lived in a city, they are pissed off all the time. <laughs> there is no way. Have you ever lived in a city, Dan? I'm actually curious. I lived in Orlando, but I lived in a suburb. Okay, because <gasps> I, oh, I haven't lived in a city. Clouser hey, is definitely, he is, he is flaming. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> he is cleaner than the $3 bill, and I'm looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> but with his lucky chomps. Yeah. Oh, the puns. You know, I th I think it's kind of similar to the how I view Bo BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Is that look? Yeah, the puns are really cringy and really dumb, and I groan at them. But the rest of it is so good, it's okay. And in, in the case of BoJack, I need the stupid puns to get me through <laughs> the really fucking cold. heady stuff. Because man, that show gets the print. Oh. <laughs> 
You know that that feels like it. I'm surprised that joke had. Oh my god! No one else has a Giselle snow globe before. Oh, I didn't notice that either. How about that? It's the tiny little details, man, that really make yeah. these movies worthwhile. I also like the fact that and I also that the, the, the um, that the Zootopia Police Department is um, both predator and prey, but the prey, prey yes. animals are freaking gigantic ones. Yeah, like the elephants like, and the rhinoceroses, and I, I think he's a, I, I think Bo is a musk I also really love the design for Chief Bogo here. Well, for what I understand, um, <laughs> when they were designing him, they actually had a guy, they had a friend of theirs who was a bodybuilder come in and put on a shirt that was just a little bit too small for him. Yep. To make so they could show how the fabric would, would hang. Because you can see, yeah. he's, he's massive. He could never uh, buckle his. He's got those giant forearms that and he could never you see on all these big cops. Because he's just so huge. Yep. And of course, I also love how it's a uh, it's interesting, man. It, this was like at, the, at like peak Edris Elba, where he was in fucking everything. I was always kind of annoyed, you know. Not, a, <laughs> not I love Edris Elba, but you know, it's almost like, oh, here's the uh, the, the, the hot, hot black guy of the month. Let's put him in everything. I'm like, there are so many great African American actors out there. Use some of them too. I you you know, know, same thing happened with Wesley Snipes. Same thing happened with Denzel Washington. I... Damn, you're right. Oh fuck! I see. I was gonna start defending, but you make your point, and yeah, I can't refute that. But it sucks. In all fairness, though, in all fairness, though, this was the only animated movie he was in. Yeah, I believe this is actually his first, wasn't it? First animated movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time he ever did a voice uh, voice role, which still, I guess, is kind of cool. Just don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's such a great character. He really is, man. Yeah. I think that him and like all these other police officers are the reason why. Uh, oh, I love that little nod to Thumper. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but also, but, uh, take a look. Take a look at her outfit. She's actually there's no leather on her. It's all neoprene and Kevlar, because obviously being Zootopians, they don't have leather. No. No. Uh, I swear, she is the only likable meter maid in cinematic history. Mm -hmm. And because... she, the fact that she uses and she uses her advantages like her bunny hearing and such, and she just yes. just racks it up like you wouldn't believe. Uh, she takes actually, such pride I think, in her work. Uh, I think uh, someone did the math for it, and she does like uh, roughly a ticket every two minutes, which is insane. But uh, <laughs> meter maids really are kind of the worst, though, aren't they? Because uh, yeah, you 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 are, you're in a college, you're living in a college town. Oh yeah, so you know how fucking you know. I gotta move fast up, up the wall. They are. Yeah, I was in there for like five minutes, lady. Like, come on, <laughs> just let me you. I just let me take a quick piss because my bladder is fuller <laughs> than Sea Biscuits uh, than Sea Biscuits bladder right now. And I need to let loose. Oh, here's the first so, uh, Jesus. introduction to Nick Wilde. Now, that uh, that sheep, was that Doug? No, Driving no. away? They're, it could have I been. hate to say it, all the sheep look the same except for Bellwether. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, or was that like a, or, or was that a ram? I forget. I don't know. Was that, 
Well, either way, you're right. They do look the same, but either way, that sounds really bad. Yeah, one of the, one of the cut characters <laughs> in the original version was uh, a couple of the secondary nemesises of, uh, or nemesi, of Nick Wilde. Yes. And they were literally called oh my the God. gerbil jerks. They were two frat boy gerbils who drove around and kept annoying the hell out of Nick just to, uh, because he couldn't fight, he couldn't fight back. <laughs> they'd run over Put his on tail, your damn... they'd, you know, throw beer at him and stuff, just whatever they could. Yeah, this is showing Joe, Judy still has that deep-set bias against foxes. Yeah. Which, okay, so there's something else that, that someone pointed out to me. Okay, before I get, get to that point, I just got to point out how fucking cute this is! Yes, and the fact that it's it, voiced by Tiny Liston. But, no, it because look, knowing we, that we know now... Even the fact that I know this is a hundred percent a hustle, and I know that little that oh, little yeah. kid, that quote little kid, Fennec is a cynic, pulls it off so perfectly. That little trumpet noise still makes me go. <laughs> <laughs> I even now, like knowing what I know, it still makes me go. Oh, so cute! <laughs> what the heck? It's that manipulative, and that's Disney. Even this, where he's just like, <laughs> like, oh my god, it's adorable, and it total, and I'm totally fooled by it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Even <laughs> now, knowing, it, it, oh yuck, using his his, his uh, trunk to blow things. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. Like glove up. Yeah. Also, I want to point out the uh, just the sheer amount of uh, processing power and rendering power they had to do to get the fur to look right. Oh, I know, right? I mean, I remember uh, when uh, Monsters Inc. came out. Yeah. They talked about the insane rendering power that they need to get Sully to work because Sully was their first big. I think the real big experiment: can we do a furry character? Yeah, uh, and make it work and feel real. And that was 2001, and this is 15 years later. So obviously we've come we've come a long way, but yeah, it's you're right. It's never looked better, especially like uh, the texture of the elephant cloth on on Fennec's costume. Mm -hmm. It I can feel the softness of the uh, the felt just by looking at that costume. Yeah, you know. But they were talking about with. Um... Elsa, they had like 200, 300,000 uh, strands of hair on her. And on Nick himself, they have over like 2 million. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Also, can we just give a nod to uh, Jennifer Godwin and Jason Bateman for being absolutely perfect in these roles? I know, right? Because, look, I know that for a fact that they record separately. Because mm -hmm. like, <laughs> for, for those... <laughs> sorry, it's adorable. I'm sorry, it's so cute. You're right. It's so fucking distracting. Even with the little uh, toot toot that's coming up here with the where's the where's the bye bye toot toot. <laughs> I was expecting oh, to get smacked or something. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, but yeah, no. So for those of you who don't know, when actors work on movies like this, they usually brought in uh, for a period of three maybe four days to do the bulk of their voice work on their own it's literally just them the the uh the the casting director the directors uh working for you know eight hour days for about four days and they're done and maybe they'll come back uh for 
a day or two for some pickups to readjust and uh, accordingly what they need for the uh, the movie. I also want that. So want it's that all separate with the seven. Oh, I know, right? Arm in the back. I, I, man, dude, you, you, and every other furry man. <laughs> well, not just that. When I was growing up, there was a guy in my hometown who had uh, a van like that with like Star Wars paint, uh, airbrush on the side. Bitchin'. Yeah, it dude, was. That this is some th- this is some next level hustling right here. Oh God, yeah. I love the uh, the logic behind it, but it, yeah. So, uh, what was I? The Lenny <laughs> Brothers. Was I saying? <laughs> oh God. And you also gotta love the uh, how, how r- perfectly robotic this is mm-hmm. to him. Just <laughs> one, <laughs> two, three. God, that's adorable. The, uh, popsicle sticks in, and here comes Fennec. <laughs> Boom. Looking like that. This is my life. <laughs> yep. I gotta say though, it's 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 one hell of an operation, man. They get paid three <laughs> <Red> times. <laughs> <laughs> and a little tiny like a point of jones and it's, and it's popsicle sticks which is, which is really fucking funny and if you didn't think that was funny this sure as hell is where he spits out the thing and just <laughs> french hip-hop music <laughs> french hip-hop that's a weird little niche isn't it oh god yes well actually no French electronica. By the way, just a moment. Uh, for this is uh, tangentially. What's the word I'm looking for? This is slightly involved with Disney uh, because they did the yes. soundtrack for Tron Legacy. A moment of silence for the uh, the ending of Daft Punk. Oh yeah, we yeah. This, this, so we record this about a month in advance. So yeah, yeah we just heard about this. We just heard about Daft Punk quickly. I'm like, oh. So that's yeah. It's it's the out mouse that we would say behind him. Yeah. I, I I missed it. It's like there's like so many little puns in the backgrounds. I know. It, it, really, <clears> it's <throat> almost impossible to to name them all. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also another but, thing, um, real quick. Yes. Um, when they were making this movie, they had to figure out the size the scale. So yes. they actually decided that the human size, the closest they could get to a human sized creature, was a wildebeest. So the wildebeest is one for one for a human, and everyone else is is measured on a wildebeest. <laughs> The wildebeest scale. Interesting. Yeah. I, I yeah. dig it. The ramen brahmin. Uh, no, basically, so everyone was, <laughs> they had like one standard wildebeest who's about six foot tall, and everyone else is measured against it. Yeah, because isn't Nick Wilde listed as like three foot? Yeah, something? three foot five or something. But basically, uh, also, when they had Jason Bateman, he came in and they asked him, and he asked, how do you want me to play this character? And they went, you're Jason Bateman. Play me yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what I was getting to. So the fact that you know that all these actors uh, recorded in a vacuum, yeah, it's amazing the level of chemistry that really comes through and gets put together. Now sometimes they do record to, uh, to they yeah, yeah. Let me try this again. Sometimes they do. Rec- <laughs> I have a stuttering problem, guys. I'm sorry. Um, it's cool. No, cool. It's yeah. go for it. Sometimes they do record together. Like for example, in the Monsters Inc., they did get Billy Crystal and John Goodman in the same room, so they could work off mm-hmm. each other very, very well. I love the Beavers. Oh, I know, <laughs> and they're just so disappointed. Like what the like, hell, lady, dude? <laughs> punch, um, punch. But yeah, you like mentioned that they work off each other. Uh, deleted scene Oof. where you actually see her on the. Uh, the subway coming home. They cut it for timing, but 
And there's like so it's hilarious because you keep seeing pieces of concrete breaking off. <laughs> oh, and I love the uh all the, the, the shit that you get keep going through. Yeah. I'm a loser, baby. This is this honestly feels like uh um a, jo- a a little nod to hot fuzz. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Hey, Judy Hopps is hot fuzz, isn't she? According to the furries, isn't she? <laughs> She's definitely considered hot. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah, the internet is a very wacky place, is it not? Yeah, apparently, uh, literally, <laughs> a marketing firm contracted by Disney had been reaching out to furry groups, asking to post to Instagram with in, baby hashtags in exchange for freebies. So, yeah. In Disney all fairness, doing, though. Disney knew. Disney knew that there was going to be a whole shit ton of of rule 34 and they're like fine we'll just fucking embrace it although in all fairness though weirdly enough warner brothers did it first with space jam and uh, uh fucking lola bunny oh god yeah <laughs> Hadn't even thought about there that. was a yeah, whole yeah. thing yeah. even before well, this the man furries. We, the furries just were they were at the opening <laughs> scenes i actually remember the weekend that movie opened up People were leaving the convention I went to to go watch, like, the matinees of Space Jam. Sitting in the front going, oh, I understand you should be my girlfriend. Ugh. Bunny boobies! Yeah. Bunny boobies! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. I also love the fact that when she turns to the uh, the, the slow, depressing music, it's actually diegetic. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, you know, just background orchestra, which I thought is funny. Oh, there she goes again. <laughs> For real, though, we, you know, it must really, because, like, you know, I, I, I try not to. <laughs> But I no, for real, like I try not to give service people a hard time because I know service industry and it sucks. Oh, oh god, yeah. But dude, for real, like, uh, can we just like destroy the meter maid? Because it's pissing everyone else off, and it's making the person doing it feel fucking miserable. Okay, here we go. Judy, first big yep. set piece of the movie. Big action yep. sequence. She just rips Superman. off like, like a Supergirl or Super Buddy. Duke Weasel, so, Weasel uh, voiced by uh, Alan Tudyk, who's become basically Disney's uh, lucky, char- lucky charm, like uh, John Ratzenberger's Pixar's charm. For I real, love well, those in all- I want one of those police cruisers, seriously. I know, right? It, that thing looks hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk can fucking make anything work. Mm-hmm. I, this is still probably my favorite thing of him was uh, uh, I, what was it from where he played the chicken? Moana. Yes, Moana, where he just makes a whole bunch of chicken noises uh, yeah, into you, the you microphone. Know more about this Turns focused stuff than I do. The fact that he actually managed to make everything look miniature with the deep focus yes. is amazing. Right, dude, the camera work. That's the other thing that's really like gotten that blown me away recently is the camera work and the cinematography. Like you also notice how there's like tiny little I, I don't like have a, some of them about these houses though. Are they literally not anchored down? I guess not. I mean, there's a lot of, I wonder how the septic- a lot of certain things you got to wonder about this in this movie. Like there's no no bugs, there's no uh, birds, there's no insects. Is there Kentucky Fried Chicken running around this place? Uh, I don't know, but there. Where? How do the septics work, and how does? How is it connected to the electrical grid? I know. Like, I mean, questions. But you know what? It's it's like it's really one of those things that on this show we call "shut up, it's movie bullshit," 
just enjoy. I just call it, repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. And of course, we have a colossal donut here. Large cause... lad! <laughs> exactly. Um, mousies. Fucking the funny thing is, they're coming out of mousies goat. and they're wearing Target, they're carrying Target uh, bags. Because more puns, that's why. Yeah. She is so sweet. I love her. I know, right? <laughs> Even though she totally is uh, the daughter of a mobster. She's so she's an Italian <laughs> princess, definitely. So, but yeah, man, it's the cinematography in these animated movies that have really come to blow me away. I think it was uh, the that first time I've seen... So... Oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. You are under arrest for punning too ba- too loudly. Something is scurry. <laughs> We're bringing in internal affairs on this one. So, um, but yeah, no, like I think the first time I'd ever seen a handheld shot in an animated, the 3D animated movie was like uh, I think it was the first Kung Fu Panda, and it was a real throwaway thing. But in recent years, have you noticed there's been a lot more, you know, handheld or uh, camera movements with the touch of the real to it? Mm-hmm. Um, not just in terms of, you know, how it moves, but in terms of how it looks, the focal lengths, the, uh, the analog kind of, uh, imitations, you know, like there's a whole nerd writer section about, uh, uh, how, you know, Toy Story 4 used a split diopter oh, effect. First one thing, I love the fact that they yes. reference Frozen right here. Oh yeah, yeah, for real. They... <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> now for that, uh, really right there and then i'm like thank you for finally shut the having people say shut the hell up about frozen move on to this movie well, it's better can we just like think about what admire the fact that clawhauser who is a leopard supposed to be one of the fastest animals in the world is just this tubby adorable squishy dude <laughs> you just want to hug him and then he's Emmett been, he's Ot- been really Emmett Otterton, which is a reference to yeah. Emmett Otter's jug jug uh, jug band Christmas by Disney. That Disney uh, Oh, is that Henson. right? Yeah. Okay. It actually made that they said, yeah, we chose that name because of that. So it's like this is what happened to uh, Emmett Otter after he uh he left his he left his his uh, hometown. <laughs> well, still when you really break down Emmett Otterton's like off screen arc. You're like, what the hell have you been getting into, man? He's a nudist like, involved in night and night howlers and mob co- con- connections. Like, I'm starting to think he might have been the villain all along. Uh, which, and which, in all fairness, like, oh, there's Bellwether. Oh man, yep. Uh, that would make for a really interesting movie. Like, you remember how uh, Lion King did a, a a not sequel called Lion King Two and a Half? One and a half. Yeah, I do remember seeing one that. and a half. And it's just uh, from Timon and Pumbaa's point of view. Yeah. Do that, but with Emmett Otterton, because that would be a really interesting movie. Oh, God. <laughs> and although somehow I feel like that movie might turn into an R-rated movie just because, <laughs> like, all the, you're like, nude yoga and, like, uh, mob connections and poison that affects predators. Like, what the hell are you into, man? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm somehow getting lost in the animation of this movie. It's so well done. I know, right? It's gorgeous. Well, okay. Um, there's actually another point in the. Uh, there's another deleted scene uh, yes. where Clawhauser sends her to use another computer, which is actually uh, another computer by one of the officers 
is on paid migration. And the whole mm-hmm. thing was rendered, it's on the Blu-ray, of uh, her trying to use a computer belt for an elephant. Oh, Lord, that must have been interesting. And so she's bouncing. She's literally bouncing all over the keyboard and using both hands to work the mouse. <laughs> Cub soda. <laughs> just, can I, so they, they cut, just, it, they cut I, it for time, and they decided that Claw, they wanted to get Clawhauser in there as a help a lot faster. Yep. Makes it. Makes it a lot <laughs> quicker. <laughs> Plus, they wanted to really... Uh, um, they really wanted to... Uh, I'm so bad with my words. One to establish Clawhauser as her ally. They're pretty much the yeah. only one yeah. she has in the police department. And I love the little arc that he gets later, you know, when he gets tossed out because he's like, they don't want a uh, predator to be the first thing that they see at the uh, police station. A gay fat predator. Mm. I hate to say it, but it's true. Kinda, yeah. I mean, no, it technically it is headcanon, but whatever. That Bogo is also, uh, he's, a, he's a muscle He's a muscle daddy because he loves gazelle. He's at least ge- he's at least by. Oh yeah, okay? he's, he's at he's, least he's dipped his toes in that water hole. I call you know what I call uh, Bogo by curious, like you know, Bo-curious. just like way down low. <laughs> but who knows? Because I know that they want to do like a TV series about the ZPD. Oh yeah. Um. So I just love this line. Did you just boot my stroller? <laughs> For some reason, that line just kills me. And then me. The, the, the look on, on uh, oh, Nick's face. Oh, shit. Crap. Yeah, originally, the whole no. idea, basically, this is a... Uh, real quick, um, the original idea of the movie was Nick Wilde was going to create something called Wild Times, which is going to be a music park where predators could take off their collars, <laughs> like we were talking earlier in this uh, yeah. commentary, yep. and be predators. They could, you know, hunt fake prey. They could, you know, eat raw meat, you know, enjoy themselves. And he could not get a loan from any of the, the uh, banks because they're all owned by Prey. And he finally ended up having to go <laughs> talk to uh, the mob, not by Mister yeah. Big, but it was actually a, one of the, the uh, one of the polar bears that they got. The polar bear was actually the head of the uh, mob. He got delegated to uh, bodyguard this version. But um, I I couldn't find anything else in my research. But I swear to God, I saw something about Nick Wilde having a kid in that particular version. So he may have developed into Fennec. <laughs> You're a cop now, Nick. <laughs> You're gonna need one of these. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there were a number of scenes that they had that were actually uh, close to being rendered, including one where getting your coll- your first collar was almost like a bar mitzvah for young for young cubs. That's fucked up. And they have big parties, and you know, yeah, you get your coll- first collar. You're gonna be a real bo- you're gonna be a real adult now. And then they would uh, put the collar on the kid. The kid's getting all excited. The father's trying to calm him down. And the first shock hits the kid because he got too excited. And the look of betrayal in his eyes is looking at his dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been a great movie, but I can see why they changed it. And yep. first off, just Tommy Chong, man. Right. Tommy I was just Chong. about to say. Uh, the, like, the, dude, you could not have gotten better casting. More fun making this character than anyone else because he was just so raunchy <laughs> nasty dirty but still perfectly comfortable in his own skin and all of his flies skins <laughs> yeah actually one of the things i was reading about when they, uh there's yeah, one of the things they didn't put in the movie but is supposedly there's a fast food joint chain called the uh, bug burger because it's all insect based <laughs> You know, I'm actually kind of sad that they didn't get Cheech in this, too. Uh, yeah. 
It's nice to have each other. You know things. No, that's very that's very true. Although then again, you know what? Maybe uh, he'll be around for uh, Z- Zootopia too. You know, <laughs> anywhere could be anything. These guys. Maybe <laughs> I also I saw lo- love how at ease that Nick Wilde is. Oh, you know he's coming here before. Horribly uncomfortable. You know he's coming here before. <laughs> oh boy. No, uh, I'm sure that they had some very interesting story design meetings going. How much do we actually want to show? Yeah, like, unfortunately, you know, I'm pretty sure... This isn't like the butthole cut for cats. This isn't like the butthole... Well, I was about to... Yeah, there's the cat! (laughs) This isn't the butthole cut for cats. I mean, you can't really show... There are no buttholes. ...in a PG-rated movie. But my God, she's airing out her yanni. I swear to God. (laughs) Nagi is airing out the nagi. her bits. Um, he reminds me of the time when uh, Josh Brolin uh, uh, sunburnt his asshole and called everyone who told him to do it a bunch of idiot assholes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, like it was apparently like this whole thing about uh, if you tan your butthole and your taint, uh, <laughs> it's supposed to like give you enlightened enlightened senses or whatnot it was like this whole meditative thing and he and josh brolin tried it went too far and he went on twitter and he called this the dumbest bullshit he's ever heard of did i lose you i think i lost you i think i lost i think i lost my co-host we 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 have to stop the show now it's We've killed. I've killed my co-host already with Ooh. laughter. <laughs> just need a moment. <laughs> oh my god! Just let me know when we can get back to the movie. It's cool because the, yeah, the movie is about to slow down. Actually, you can buy one of those pens. Oh, oh yeah, dude! I actually okay. So, I I have a friend of mine. Uh, she actually used to be the old co-host. And I know she's listening now because uh, uh, she and her uh, her girlfriend are huge fans of this movie, and I know they're listening. Aww. Uh, I actually got uh, her the pen that you can get for her birthday a few years ago. Oh, God, back. the DMV. Like, it, you go. can, like, you can, rec- it's got, it, it doesn't just have, like, sayings from the movie and whatnot. You can actually record your shit on it, and it's a real working pen, which is the coolest thing. Okay, ever. coming up here is... <laughs> flash my action we, we got my dad a uh, flash uh mouse pad he loved it nice he loves this nice movie. he loved this movie before he passed away this is this is probably one of the funniest bits of the movie because like we've all been to the dmv but you know this, uh, this brings up something that pat and okay this is the brought up the, in uh, one of his uh, Mayor okay that's sorry he's gonna point that out this okay oops gotcha so but this brings up another thing that Pat Oswalt brought up in one of his stand-ups. The DMV, yeah, uh, yeah, it's funny to poke fun at how slow the DMV is, but in all fairness, it's not the people who work there. It's the customers that make those plays a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, you know, like, it's the people that are like, um, you know, that like, okay, we're ready to go. I know what to do. Let's get this done. Let's go. 
and the people go in there and he's like i got a paper with an eagle here and do i get an eagle i don't know and i don't know what to fill out and is this do i have to bring my birth certificate i don't know and the people behind the desk are like they can't say fuck off they can't say that they what they instead they have to look at these people and be like i don't know what it is about you but maybe it's the way that you're waving the paper back and forth in front of my face. But I got to get you behind the wheel of a car. I have to get you behind the wheel of a six-ton juggernaut by the end of the day here. So let's do this. I just want to point out, I don't, I don't, know, the, I don't know the guy who did the voice for, for Flash. Yeah. He has mastered talking slow and not talking slow. You know, you can be I'm doing great. But he's not like, I'm doing great. And it's just like, oh, okay. it's a very unique way of, of doing the character. Yeah, you would think you would just... Oh, Nick is just this. Down. But instead, you know, he's like, sure. I don't know what... Apparently, there are a that's lot a... of arguments in the story design of this movie about this scene because it actually yeah. eats up a lot of time, but it just works so well. Especially this this shot right here, <laughs> where he just. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I love how I love that. That's great. And then, of course, we have another cameo in the movie, Kristen Bell. Yeah, who actually adores sloths. Oh, yeah, so this is, like, a real treat for her. This would be, like, uh, if my fiancé got to voice a fucking otter. Um, she would just have the time of her life. She'd be like, I get, my voice gets to come out of the otter. I like the otter. It's, just, it's, so, it's so adorable, Dan. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dot matrix printers. I never even noticed the little paw button. Oh, oh, you're right. I didn't notice that either. And I also love how his little wrist movement was kept in, in the animation long after she took it away. Mm -hmm. It is dark now. <laughs> and of course, yeah, <laughs> the DMV be like that. But again, it's the customers. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had a situation to your where DMV I had to people. take care of my, uh, my plates, my License was just about to expire, and I was trying to do it on my birthday. And everything that could have possibly gone wrong did go wrong, but half of it was my fault. So I understand. And what could, what should have been like twenty minutes in and out, took me almost three hours. Yep. Because I had yep. to literally it's... keep running back and forth to my apartment and finding shit and coming back. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame I've been there the, too, I did not the uh, DMV at all. It was my fault, but and they were very cool with it. They helped me out every yeah. step of the way, but I'm just like, ah! come on, they've seen so much worse shit than that. But you know they've seen so much worse. Yeah, next time we see each other, I'll tell so you the story worse. about that, because it's just like, it was a severe <laughs> comedy of errors. First off, you feel like a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets over and she's already in there. Yep, because she's just that fast. I'm pretty sure she burrowed under, yeah, she burrowed underneath. I didn't see you that. You can see by the hole. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh my god, I never so, before. See, it's all the details yep. in this. Exactly, man. I remember the scene where he finds the CD. I'm like, he's like, who oh, you still use the CDs? I'm like, I have CDs. Um I just bought CDs. Poor people. 
poor people. That's who. I like CDs. So I don't mind CDs, but I, I personally I prefer cassette players because that means I can just you know use that as like a uh, a guide for a headphone jack, and I can just plug my phone in. So you like cassette yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, well, cassette tapes because there is like a cassette tape to headphone jack. Oh, okay. Uh, like, wait, yeah. Because like you know, cassette tapes. First off, they don't sell those anymore. And second off, what are you from the eighties? I was in no the because 80s. You don't even know what a cassette because tape is. I want any application that I can get my phone to play on it. That's why. Right, right. Um, but CDs, if I really have and they to, really find do a great but... job with the cold. I mean, right? They, you, you can actually you kind can of feel, feel the frigid temperature cold in there. Scene is. Which makes me wonder why, uh, you know, he doesn't wear a coat. He's not like a coat or something. Oh, yeah, cool. oh shit. And now, so we've been talking, like, we, we've we been in the middle of uh, uh, Mobster Month. And finally, hey, now we get to the Mobster part of the movie, right? Yep, like I said, these, it only these took, polar bears uh, in the original version were the Mobsters. But apparently, I don't know where Mr. Big came from. I think it was just, they, I think, well, actually, it came because... Uh, I actually remember reading this something about the fact that one of the, the directors read about shrews and found out how really violent <laughs> shrews are, and they thought it'd be hilarious to have Mister Shrew have Mister Big be a shrew. Photos. <laughs> the shrews are just pure evil. They are nothing yeah. but eating machines. How hilarious would it be though to have a panda bear be the head of a mafia? <laughs> because they are kind of chaos incarnate. Um, I would say yes, except that you could open yourself up real quick to a uh, uh, an accusation of racism. That's fair. I hate to say it, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, although there is one little bit there, there that we just missed uh, where she just goes, oh, cheese and crackers. <laughs> Very was that a reference to... Well, that was... Uh, was that a reference to The Happening? I have Because no that felt like it. Well, cheese and crackers is a, a common thing for people to say in Minnesota when they don't, don't want to swear. I didn't he don't remember that part in Fargo, but okay. Not cheesing. Hey, <laughs> they should swear to God be playing the Godfather theme or something right now. They are total. They kind of are. I mean, you can kind of hear it in the instrumentation. I mean, come on, like look at him. He's he's got the Marlon hairdo. He's got the cadence. He's got the red rose. What more do you want, Dan? Yeah. Seriously, do you want do you want us to just have like all of his dialogue be? archival stuff from from the godfather maybe no that's too far yeah even this is too because you know it's weird how you know this movie is obviously supposed to be subversion of like lots of stereotypes and whatnot <laughs> yet the stereotypes kind of remain this you know the sneaky the fox character is still you know shifty and sly the, the, the weasel's still kind of a rat the bunny's still the very dumb southerner bouncy the dumb, the dumb Southerner is still is still dumb. Mm. Uh, is is still a bully. Uh, you know, like all these all these uh, stereotypes still weirdly kind of remain, don't they? Even the mobster is, stere is stereotypically Italian. Mm. You know, major cannoli. So I don't know. It's it's a, it's a weird dichotomy to to, mm. to process, isn't it? I some. <laughs> he never will. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think he'll be able to swim out of that one. No, no. 
Oh, and then the, this is the, oh, yeah. <laughs> every movie needs a duas machina. And this is it. This is this one. Pretty much right here. And it's also crazy, like, uh, towards the end of the movie when, you know, Judy and this lady become friends. Yeah. Judy's kind of cozy with the mafia yeah, at that point. She is. Uh, that's isn't that weird to say? Like the like clearly the most idealistic and best cop on the force is actually close to the mafia. Well, um, and... <laughs> as idealistic as you are, as many movies have proven and many stories have proven, you just you got to make some concessions to be able to do your job the best you can. You know. No, I, still, I'm with Nick Wilde there. Just looking, this this shot right here coming up is just makes me laugh every time. Is this the, the, yeah, the, the, the cake? <laughs> the bears. I love the cake. The, the, the oh, the cake. Wasn't this? Uh, didn't you know? Like, wasn't this uh, based on footage of John Lasseter? I don't know. Because I remember uh, someone saying that this shot was animated based off footage of John Lasseter attempting to eat a very small slice of cake. <laughs> So, which I thought was rather amusing. Just, I want to see that footage now. <laughs> there was something about um, they had to get the at one point. I think it was the the wedding dress. They had to figure out how to get it to, to wear properly. And yeah. none of the girl, none of the women had the body that she did. But one of the one mm -hmm. of the male actors, one of the male animators, did. So they dressed him up in a wedding dress, <laughs> and they used him as a reference. <laughs> Yeah, you got to remember a lot of uh, animation is using references. When they were doing the oh, yeah. they doing Little Ordentia, they actually built yeah. a sm they they mocked up a small city with uh, cardboard buildings and such, and then they put a couple toy cars in there, and they had a friend's hamster that came in, and they used the hamster to run around, and then uh, yep. were able to pass a small camera through so they get some shots. There's a lot of it. I mean, hell, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I know that even, um, especially for, you know, complicated stuff oh. like fight sequences. Now, this is one of my favorite sequences in the whole film. Uh, because oh, of how, yeah, this bit. Just, it's very tense, but also how gorgeous it is. I mean, you've got that deep field of view in the background. You've got the, the light shimmering off his black fur. Um, you suddenly got, you know, the jump scare here. Where is he? Killer otter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ah! Look at his eye. I mean, you know, look at the, the yep. moss and the designs and the, 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 the rain, exotic the raindrops and, and whatnot. The rain coming down, and it's not. You can, it, it's always raining there, or very, very, very often it's raining. You almost can like feel the humidity. You can there. smell it. It's like smells like Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give Zootopia a little bit more credit because Florida is, uh, it, it's, 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 it's America's scrotum. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's America's it's waiting this... room, as John Leguizamo called it. It's, it's God's no waiting one likes... room. It's where the old people go to die. Fucking no one likes Florida. Not even Florida. Oh. Even Florida doesn't like Florida. He's going through his Jekyll and Oh, Hyde. shit. He's, He's been Hyde hit. Transformation. He's been hit. Oh, my cat looks like that when she's attacking my hand. <laughs> he's got them uh, them evil eyes the evil slits for eyes now yeah do you notice that actually oh yeah that you know when they're uh when they're when they go predator like they, they their eyes become slits well, you know you have a cat too you know how it is of course i do oh but look at that you know she's adorable the perfect sheen of the wetness down um 
It's just a really, really well done scene. Yeah, man. <laughs> again, it's the uh, the ca <laughs> Clawhauser for real. <laughs> the app. You know, I'm actually surprised that wasn't an app for that Disney released. I, I didn't never check. It's like a tie-in. <laughs> if I'm wrong, be, let me know because I'm kind of shocked that if if they they didn't go that route. Oh, uh, I never really looked up. I, I haven't had a smartphone. I didn't have a smartphone for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I I think I was still operating off a. Uh, uh, I, or actually, I think this was right around the time when I finally switched over to a flip phone. This is literally actually because the network could whole movie. This is the sequence that has the most danger. Yeah, even the, yeah. even the ending is actually kind of like, huh? They pulled back. It could have been a lot more bigger and a lot more explosions, but they pulled back, and I was actually very impressed with that. But this worked extremely well. Jesus. Dude, don't go that way, man. For real, like, come on. Well, he was just trying to get away. I understand. Oh, <laughs> do, no, do not let go. I'm gonna let go. <laughs> of Physics at work, ladies and gentlemen. Physics. Yeah, it never should have worked. <laughs> I'm just like that is one strong sticker, by the way. Oh, I know the stick, the the police badge the sticker. GPD, yeah. yeah, you would have think it would have slid off like after any part of this. Yeah. Also, cartoon physics, yay! Uh, it helps. <laughs> Bogo's like, uh, I was not. I, what, what? Bogo works late, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's it's the police force. I mean, that's that's part part of the territory. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. What? <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm running out of things to say. No, no, it's cool, man. Because, like, honestly, uh, because wh where are we at in the movie? We are, but we are literally at the halfway point at, at this. Point. Yeah, we are. Yeah, fifty-two minutes. So, left. <clears throat> but uh, it, it's it's crazy how you know, uh. Oh man, I'm lost. Oh, show you all bias here because he's a fox. Oh yeah. I am altering the deal. Yes. Pray I don't alter it any further. Yeah. And of course, now Nick realizes. Oh, he he's like the one person who weirdly understands what it means for for Judy. <laughs> he's like this motherfucker telling me how to do my job oh my god can you imagine samuel l jackson having a cameo as like a uh as a street guy in the movie or as, as like one of the cops mm -hmm. dude that actually can we have make that happen <laughs> i kind of want to hear you know samuel l jackson's motherfuckerly attitude to come into play in a world like Zootopia. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, little, yeah. little, little sides, little body language they have. Oh, I know the body, like, especially where she just, like, points well, in the way where she's going to go. Thing. This, is a, this would be a, something could be a Disney ride at the, in the Zootopia land. 
Right? Dude, again, it's right fucking there. Why do you, why is it and plus look, we're we're on lockdown, so you guys have full opportunity to take advantage of the closed parks to make this shit happen. I mean, you made you made a frozen ride after one movie. You can make a Zootopia ride after one movie. Yeah, for real, dude. Like I I know that statistically speaking, you that's why they had Frozen 2 come out before they did a sequel to like Tangled or Moana or Zootopia or whatever. Like I get it. Fine. It made it was the first to make you a billion dollars and it was kind of the new, you know, your new standard and whatnot. But Zootopia but still made a billion and it got humongous. It's it was still so, better. It was critics darling. <laughs> It's still way better, man. And this is a real sad little story oh. here. Oh, this backstory, man. It shows he was an idealistic little happy guy, surrounded by... Pr- Just kind of like Judy, too. And he's about to get his ass whooped. By bullies. And then, you know, it also goes to show that uh, I'm glad this movie uh, doesn't hold back by saying, yeah, kids can be kind of dicks. Oh, God, yes, they can. <laughs> kids are dicks, man. <laughs> Kids are I guess that's one more reason why we dis- we told them to fuck off and have the parents watch this instead. Yeah. You know, complete with their bong and shit. <laughs> now, my question is, where did they get a muzzle? Because apparently muzzles are not uh, sold normally in stores and such. Is that like a BDSM thing? Did like, they raid their, their dad's sock drawer or something? You know, okay, look, if Emmett Otterton can be <laughs> casually involved... In nude yoga, the mafia, and predatorial conspiracy, then you know what? Maybe those kids' parents did have like a weird kink thing there this that they like just happened to found. <laughs> said uh, said the Panther kid. I'm a terrible right? human being. You should know this by now. <laughs> <laughs> we're both terrible let's be honest yeah. <laughs> but, uh, at least in terms of our humor anyway oh god yeah <laughs> so but yeah like i don't know you're but you do have a good point there where the fuck did they get that muzzle man mm-hmm. i don't know okay so this is the obviously like the p- first little hint of like the uh the kind of but not really romance so i gotta just ask you straight up do you ship it nope do you ship? No, nope. you don't ship. It. I don't okay. ship. Okay, you do not. I do not ship. Okay, um, I see them as can, partners. Can, they are good friends, can, and they are partners. Uh, but I do not. I don't ship it. I mean, a lot of furries do. Holy crap, do a lot of furries do? Oh my god, the entire internet does. Well, it's like that Tumblr You're post in the minority. Wants about how Disney actually has tons of Rule Thirty Four drawn by its own animators because the when you work for Disney, and oh my god, yeah. And so the animators yep. take this as a challenge to mess with Disney. <laughs> yeah, didn't they do that a lot in the 90s? Oh, there's so many. Uh, so much Kim Possible and American uh, Jake Long, American Dragon, and, um, you know, freaking gummy bears. and Gummy bears? What? How do you make gummy bears sexy? Look, I know they taste delicious Challenge and all, but... Oh, yeah, I gotta say. Oh, oh and this God. scene was like what is... it's so fluffy. It's like it's literally it's oh, yeah, fun it's... of don't touch an African American's hair. <laughs> but well, uh, no, on, yeah, it is. I, I never looked at it like that. I just saw it as like, ha ha. The fox thinks you know the fox is like you know poking at the sheep. No, that, like, like that, it's not there's a lot of to. subtle biases in this movie. That's fair. I do like some of the uh, the stuff in the background. Uh, like pay, you know, bills. pay bills 
Um, and, uh, um, you know, the number one, uh, what was it? The number one mayor? Was it? <laughs> well, is the mayor. Oh, yeah, that's it. And it's the dad crossed out. Smell weather. Ugh. But uh, what was it? I think on the close-up of uh, the uh, the phone, you can actually see uh, Doug's number. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. Doug's number. So you can totally, that's like a big clue that she's totally in cahoots. Oh, I never noticed that before. Yeah, man. I noticed that, I think, the second or third time. Oh, okay, that's a that's a legitimately funny joke. This is a little shriek. She little counts her- all over the room. Do you think she counts herself when she goes to sleep? I actually really like that joke. Oh, there's the wolves. Yep. And uh, for those of you who are... Sort of a plague. In the original version of uh, Zootopia, there was actually an elite Mm -hmm. uh, police squad called the Razorbacks. They were Razorback uh, hogs. Oh, okay. And they were like the tough guys. They were like the the elite SWAT. But they got switched over to wolves for this. Right, right. Well, I do know that uh, one of them is uh, named uh, Geralt. So if you guys are fan, like if you y'all are fans of The Witcher, I think y'all know what that means because Geralt is uh, um, one of the main characters from The Witcher. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he is <laughs> totally named after that. Named at six B. Took them out right here. Aha! Yeah, you smart, <laughs> you sm- sly fox. Mm-hmm. Actually, the funny thing is, I uh, for my this is completely aside, uh, an aside on our commentary. Shocker. Um, <laughs> no, my senior thesis in college, I wrote about applying Jungian archetypes to animals in literature, and this movie is a prime example of that. You know, sly as a fox, mm. quick as a bunny. Um, you basically use the animals as a shorthand for the archetypes you need. Like, uh, yeah. one of the things I used was um, uh, the movie Mout was the uh, graphic novel Mouse by Art Spiegelman. Oh, yes. Great. Great, movie. great reading. But the Jews are portrayed as mice, kind of powerless and yep. and, and very, yep. you know, scared. The Germans are cats. Cats are the Nazis. They're, they're, they're obviously, yep. they're evil. Uh, the Americans are kind of like, uh, are, are basically Dogs. mutts. You know, friendly, big old, yeah. happy mutts. And also another one I used was a, <laughs> a a book from 1946 called The Beast is Dead, which was actually drawn during the time of occupation by the, by a couple French artists, where each of the characters, each of the races, or each of the uh, uh, sides represented a different uh, country. Like the Germans were wolves, the yeah. Russians were yeah. bears, yeah. Uh, the Americans were buffalo. So that way you have that short exactly, to, and this to movie does that. The, and there are some, you know, there are some stereotypes that they uh, they do subvert, like Clawhauser. Clawhauser's played for last, but he's a, he's a fat leopard. Um, but you know, they still give him a, a weird, you know, kind of arc. Yeah, but, but Mayor Bellwether or May, Mayor, uh, what's his name? Ah, fuck it. No, the mayor, uh, Lionheart. What? Lionheart. Yeah. But he's a he's a the king of the king of the jungle. Therefore, he's a big lion. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a leader kind of character. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's it's kind of the shorthand they use this. Yes, <laughs> they do. And uh, and to that uh, to your uh, Jungian uh, essay that you wrote yeah. in college, I would say nerd. But I've written way nerd. Hey, I got an A on it. College, I don't care. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and well, also, although, fact, do you remember this is the first movie I ever saw 
where they showed just how much you can do with a smartphone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like I, I think it was. Now, I'm uh, sure there earlier movies. Movie this was the first one I ever saw. And she uses a flashlight. Really? She uses yeah. A camera. She uses it to start look up information. Music and all these different things. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it shows um, what really what a smartphone can do. Plus, I like the fact that it's got a carrot, so it's not an Apple product; it's a carrot. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I think there's, uh, a, uh, uh, there's Otterton. Poor Otterton. He's so kind of freaked yeah. out. Yeah. Now, how long did the Night Howler's uh, poison actually last? You people are messed up. I don't know. Maybe it's like a long-term thing. I don't know. Maybe they get overdosed on the stuff. Maybe it's like... Actually, no, because they were concentrating, like, weren't they? they uh, it's sort of like... Um, yeah, I think what it was is the, uh, the Breaking Bad reference they made later on. They're taking the Night Howler oh, stuff. so good. Which is sort of like, you can make you go crazy for a little bit, but they were concentrating it. So yeah, that's what's messing yeah. up. Okay, that makes more sense. Yep. I just answered my own question. <laughs> there you go. Uh... But what was it? Oh, yeah. So another thing that uh, I think we missed oh, while we were thing. talking about this. That is, yes. I mentioned honey earlier. The doctor is honey. The conspiracy theorist. They basically took her and, yeah. and recast the recast the model. Oh, OK. I, I just I really would have loved to see honey because she just sounds like a big, brassy, awesome character. Let's see her like voice like Marsha Warfield or something. Um, All I can say is throw it in the sequel, man. Yeah. Throw it in the sequel or the TV show or whatever the hell they're going to be doing. Uh, which I don't really care which one that they do first. I just want them to do more of it because, man, it gets really fascinating. Yeah. Oh, no, our parents. Uh, why didn't you put that on silent, man? I know. It's just like, why do not people ever use a damn, you know, I do not have my, I have my phone on silent all the time. It's on buzz. It's it. I'll I'll I'll, occasion, I'll I'll put it on actual notification only when I'm expecting a call. Also, Otherwise, yeah, you're right. A toilet. Ew. Well, I think she got the idea while she was in training. <laughs> Remember, just, just like yeah. healthy toilet. You're dead, bunny. <laughs> well, lucky that these toilets actually uh, go out in the water as opposed to. Uh, well, yeah, I remember in animated movies, all toilets go for, ocean, uh, get yeah. you out to the ocean. <laughs> like, which I didn't go to the water processing plant. Which which killed so many fish. Let's be honest. <laughs> all the kids trying to release their their fish out into the ocean. Oh, Doesn't work that way, kids. <laughs> Fucking no. cheap bogo. No. It's like no, no, go away. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you have the F2? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's really working, huh? <laughs> oh, my breasts. <laughs> oh, good shit there, man. Inspector Job. I'm sorry, but talk about the years. Why, why is he wearing sunglasses at night? Oh yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, because cop. Look, that's look why. At <laughs> face, the, the, the velveteen fur they got so perfect. Mm -hmm. And here comes the the misunderstanding moment of the film. Yeah, and it's super heartbreaking because it's it's not just a misunderstanding between. You know the cops and the uh, between not just between the, uh, the the police and the public or just 
um, you know, the broad stroke of uh, predators and and prey more fundamental and more important. It is the breaking point between Judy and Nick. Uh, and Nick. Because she that's what really makes it biases against foxes. I mean, she's I mean, literally, you can see they're almost focusing on the fact that she's got the fox away mace on her belt. Yeah, she's been and she's had it the entire time. Know, they're, they're deliberately putting it in frame. Yep. Just to keep that seed in there. Yeah. Oh, and I do love that, you know, she's like, you might need this pen back. So all seems well. It's 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 so wonderful, you know, story structure wise that you can have a really great high followed by literally the worst low. Yeah. That's that that I think is always the the most some of the most effective uh elements of storytelling when you have a, a really great high and then immediately take it away with the lowest low. Yeah. She's gonna screw up here oh, at boy. this moment. Oops. This is why this is why y'all need to uh y'all need to have uh you have to have your uh, statement pre-approved before you go yeah. on the air. I'm actually surprised. You know what? I know that this isn't exactly her fault, but Chief Bogo probably should have uh, pre-approved her oh, yeah. statements. They really made some major mistakes here. Like, dude, for real? Because don't they actually screen statements for, before they go yeah, on and whatnot? To, yeah. This is one of those no. fallacies in this movie. If they didn't have this, this scene, they couldn't move on with the story. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just gotta hey, actually, screw up. So I just noticed something else about the uh, the setup there. Um, if you look closely at uh, the uh, the podium, do you notice the uh, the microphones of differentiating sizes? Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually, I just noticed that. I didn't. And the really big one up top. Oh God, no! Not mandatory quarantines. We're just getting out of this shit. Hopefully. Please, oh, no more. I know. It's been a full year, Dan. I know. I, <sighs> I never got quarantined. Because I'm an essential worker. God. Thank God I never caught I've just been doing... I, I blame my... I've uh, just been doing this show to maintain my sanity. Yeah, I, I blame my uh, uh, very strong iron constitution. But, man, I am so glad I didn't get it. And um, mm -hmm. just as a quick aside, my mom is going to be getting, getting her first shot on Thursday. So, yay. Yay! I don't, know I don't really care at this point, um, but neither do I. Yeah. Ooh, that line, man, that cuts deep. Oh, this whole thing is cutting deep. Yep, there's the fox repellent. Yep, that's almost like Chekhov's gun, you know. Pretty much, yeah, it is. It. She never pulls it. She never uses it, but it's always lurking there, and this is the payoff. Uh... Again, it's like, look, because the broad stroke of, you know, police versus the public or, um, oh, I do like this, the the application, if you look closely. Yeah. Do you have a criminal record? He wrote yes at first and then crossed out no. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, one of the scenes, one of the things here, um, when they did this in various other uh, markets. Yeah. Uh, the newscasters were actually they changed it to to animals that were more native to there. Like for example, in in China, they actually did have a panda, and it was, vo- it was oh, okay. voiced by a Chinese news reporter. Oh, awesome! Yep. Oh boy. And there's Giselle. This shit's getting too real, man. Uh-huh. This movie was. I hate it. Was I really ahead of its time. Well, not that far ahead. It only took an extra, you know, years. another four years. Yeah, yeah four a couple years. years. Uh, shots like that, man, that they're just so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but are important. Yeah. They are really important, especially for fucking kids, man. Because mm-hmm. remember, really, at worst, this movie will turn your kid into a, uh, into a furry. Uh, a furry. <laughs> But at its best, and most of the fucking time, it's going to make them a lot more tolerant and a lot more progressive and a lot more tolerant. questioning. I, just want to make, I hate the hmm? word tolerance. Because it's like, oh, I'm just tolerating your existence. I prefer the term acceptance. I accept who you are. I accept that is, thank, you know, you know what? That is wonderful language. I like that I, I to, I, a I, lot, I to actually. Myself. I'm like, I'm not, I don't tolerate gay people. I accept gay people. I'm like, yeah, you're gay. Be gay. If you were queer, I would still be here. Be gay, do crime. If you were gay, <laughs> be okay. If you there you go. Q, then you're awesome. Oh, fuck you, God. Avenue Q. I, Good I shit. I finally found a recording of uh, Avenue Q. I oh. I watching it. Oh, here goes Flawhouse. The part, the the fact that he has to go down to the basement by the boiler. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. And her outfit, as you can tell, like I said earlier, her outfit's getting a little more, you know, a little classier, a little darker. A little bit more upscale because yeah. she just got basic. She basically got the ultimate pro- promotion, mm-hmm. which was the plan all along. <laughs> just <laughs> here she goes. What is it? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. <sighs> who said that? That sounds really familiar. I don't remember. I haven't heard that's that very, one a long time. I, quote, but don't ask me who quoted it. <laughs> Okay, because that's I know I've heard that before, but it's been so long. It's people saying, "Oh, I'm going to do everything I can to make the world a better place," but you make compromises and you make mistakes, and things just keep getting the uh, you know steadily worse. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I do. I think our 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 world is not broken. I mean, our world's broken, obviously, but it's been a lot worse in the past. It's been a lot worse. I mean, we got a lot of way to go, but I think we. I still am a, at heart an optimist. I still think we've got hope for the future. It's just I think we've got a lot more, you know, a lot more work to do. A lot more. I should get a Zootopia Priest uh, badge at some point. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll put that on uh, my Christmas gift list for oh, you. Yeah, actually, I've been thinking about it. Like, they, they made a, a Japanese company made like a really cool Judy Hops and Nick Wilde action figures. Oh, nice. And they're like 50 bucks a piece, but they're worth it. Hmm. I'll send you a link later. Sweet. Aww. Poor Judy. Oh. Yeah, well, and the, she basically the, uh, just lost her identity. I was like, man, I want some radishes now. 
But, oh, man, it hurts because she basically lost her identity yeah. in all of this. She were, she lost her dream. Oh, there's Gideon Gray. Yep. I like his story arc. It's very short, but it's cool because it shows people can get better. Yes. I mean, I, yes, school, indeed. I some bullies that were real assholes to me. But I've talked to him since then. I mean, in 30 years. And they're pretty cool people now. They understand they made mistakes and they apologized. Yeah, it's because uh, we, in a weird way, I think we all have met that person yeah. who was just an asshole to you in middle school or high school or whenever. And then, you know, like 30, like 20, 30 years down the line, you meet him again and you're like, wow, you, you are you're actually kind of cool right now. Yeah. Like yeah, I was working through a lot of shit, man. It's it was it was really rough, and I apologize for my un, uh, uh, my uh, 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 ill ill conceived aggression towards you. Yep, and beginning gray gives the vital clue here. Yes, it's it's a uh, it, it, I love how it's just a little bit of street talk clears everything up. Mm, a bunny, you know. <laughs> a sizable divot in your heart. <laughs> it's drugs! It's drugs all along, man! <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it is, isn't it? Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't notice that. He's got buck teeth like a bunny. Good lord. I thought she was talking in tongues or something. <laughs> I I tell you what, man, I that I, I did just don't understand anything. That word comes right out of that mouth right oh, there, God. man. I, I don't even want, I don't, I don't want to see the King of the Hill uh, Zootopia crossover. That would be terrifying. Oh my God, that would be fucking terrifying. Well, you know I'm what? There's sure you, uh, I can see. Actually, like there was one. No, there there weirdly there weirdly. There weirdly was a, one episode where Hank saw himself as a whack-a-mole. And that's all that I'm picturing now. Uh, he also had a vision of Tom Landry in that in, in that episode as a beaver as well. Or as like a, a, a mole, which was really funny. Check that one out if you haven't seen it. This actually is a sequence that's got some amazing acting in it. Yes. The, okay, this is like prob probably the highlight of the acting between these two because uh, especially Jennifer Goodwin she's, you can hear her voice uh, who and she's breaking down because she's made mistakes that's that's when acting really shines for me when you have when you have to portray a character at their lowest point um something that they never do quite get right is it's always either you know bl too blubbery like oh it's just too like too like ugly face or it's like too reserved and it's just like the single tear and whatnot and you don't feel the emotion. But it's when the mo when they start shaking in not just in their performance, but also but especially in their voice, that's when it becomes convincing, you know, <laughs> and I also love the <laughs> I also love how when he fast rewinds that he doesn't move a muscle no. like he it's just in sound. And it's coming up when she's trying to get the key. When she's trying to get it, when she puts her head up, 
<laughs> this is so cute. Oh, it's so cute. And she's trying to grab for the pen. Oh, it's so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to try. She's like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> off, 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 off. Ow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you're probably not in that territory, but I weirdly do ship these two. Okay, you're allowed. I kind of do. It's just, although I probably wouldn't make it a thing for a, a considerable, t Officially like it probably, it, 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 <laughs> Pig Hero 6, Wreck-It Rhino. Jurassic was uh, going to be for a Disney movie that got canceled. Oh, okay. So I was wondering what that one was, yeah, was for the longest time. It was about basically J uh, Jack the Giant Slayer. Huh. And it got canceled. Interesting. It was one of the movies done after Zootopia, but it got canceled. Okay, so, but the rest of them did get made, yeah. at least. So, at least that can be a nice tie. You know what? I'm pretty sure already for Disney+, Plus, um, whatever original idea they're about to do, they're going to replace it with that yeah. one. Just because, you know, because I don't know if you've noticed, like, some of the little tweaks that um, these Disney movies have been getting on Disney+. Plus. Like, uh, did, I actually just watched Lilo and Stitch for the first time, and there's before? a scene... Uh, no, oh no, gosh. I literally, I only watched it for the first time a couple of days oh, ago, but there's a scene, but there's a, yeah, I loved it. Uh, but there was a scene where Lilo hides in a dry, in a dryer mm -hmm. in the Disney plus version. They had to put a pizza logo on it just so to encourage kids not to climb into the dryer oh, to hide. Yeah, Disney so, Plus has been doing some, some editing, which I think is a little annoying. There's some weird, wacky stuff going on there, but whatever. But either way, they, now that would be, like, a good excuse. to If they ever do, like, another original movie, they can replace the terrific thing with, you know, whatever they're coming out yeah, with. Just the, to, uh, you know, keep to their IP. Yep. There's the Chiefs. And, of course, now... I think, you know what, uh, I, I remember watching this the first time uh, on Blu-ray with a friend, and I actually was agape, and I'm like, are they, are they referencing Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah, they do so hard. This fucking movie. kid show? Jesse I'm like, and, what? Uh, what's his name? When Walter? Yeah. Oh, oh actually, Walter. no. It's called Walter in this, because pun, but it's Jesse and Walter. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that until I watched it on su with subtitles and whatnot, but... I thought that was like so dumb. <laughs> I laughed when I saw the theaters. I'm like, oh my god, they just made it. Really no, that was really. But I, because I heard Walter and Jesse, not Walter. Yeah. So, and of course, Doug does uh, the guy. It, I actually thought this was Brian Cranston <laughs> when I first watched this, um, but it's not. It's uh, um, a guy named Rich Moore, uh, who actually uh, is one of the co-directors, and he also uh, directed uh, Wreck It Ralph and the sequel. Yeah. But he does a damn good impression of uh, of uh, Walter White in this. Mm -hmm. Like, it actually was to the point where I'm like, did they get Brian Cranston for this? That's fucking awesome. But they didn't, which which is still cool, though. And then this here, where Walton. I swear I thought it was just Walter and Jesse. Because, you know, the... The, you know, my lizard brain was like, bah, Breaking Bad, they're doing it. They are, but it's still, I'm just like, wow, they really, they really went with it. Even with like the blue col color drugs, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, are they making blue meth? Is that what's making them go savage? Is that what's up? Like, yep, it's, that's it's a, a really weird blue, flex. Uh, <laughs> uh, methamphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hallelujah. <laughs> it just got worse. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, so instead of a... Uh, uh, I'll tell you that. I'm moving that fast. Yeah. Um, but it's... Toot toot. That is actually one of the more fun things you can do on a train. But, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy because we had, uh, um, you know, their lab was on, was also on a, mo was a mobile lab. It was in a mobile home. But we got a, a really sweet train ch uh, chase going. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, shit. Now, is it me? And it just probably because I have, like, I'm just such a huge fan of it, but... Is it weird that I'm getting that, vibes of the movie Speed? You know, the climax of the movie Speed? Yeah, you're, you're weird. Um, I think it's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a subway thing. I mean, it's no worse than the Taking of Helm 213. Which, by the way, original that's uh, also, Taking of Helm yeah. 213, freaking amazing movie. Oh, God. Yeah, that that's a Speed scene right there. Yes, now that right there is just like, I'm, I'm smarter than you, Jack. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm taller. I <laughs> love sure. that shit, man. Uh, I don't do, Don't you also love how the uh, the the train coming up up ahead is? Uh, yeah, speed up! It's We're gonna tr jump the track. It's a rhinoceros, which is really good. Ah! Man, she is strong. Well, it, it's all in the legs, D. It's all in the legs, Dan. Yeah. Oh, and here we go. Yeah, for come on, dude. That's straight out of speed. You can't you can't argue that with me now. Um, come on, they they got to speed up to jump the track. They wind up on their side, and they and they jump and they jump from it. Come on, like that's that's straight out of speed. I was about to explode. Who? He blew up all the evidence. Survived, survived. Dude, <laughs> oh, for yeah. real. Oh, Oh, I don't. I don't know what is that from. He blew up all the evidence. Oh, that was from uh, Rush Hour with Chris Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't and, seen uh, those. J and uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Yeah. Ooh. Ow. Yeah, I'm, I would not be surprised if uh, Judy Hopps has not just serious guns on, you know, for her legs, because mm. obviously she not did not skip leg day. She's a, she's a rabbit, oh, yeah. but. Just even from her arms, I bet she's got some serious guns. No, this is like a, country girl turned cop. Yeah, yeah. But also, the fact that I, I like the fact that we talked about this a little earlier that the movie, um, this climax isn't like huge. I mean, bit, the uh, the subway exploding was was a bit much, but that was a small explosion compared to everything else in big Hollywood movies we've seen. Like yeah, that. this is actually a yeah more cerebral. This is a really great ending. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because, like, if you think, because, you know, look, I hate to compare uh, these movies to Pixar, but this is the most Pixar movie that Pixar hasn't yeah. made. Let's be honest, you know? Like I said, John Even the, the writers on. Uh, Ooh, ow. Yeah, literally all the other uh, writers workshop this movie. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, like, if you look at Pixar's movies, they've got, a, a, like, ridiculous chases and explosions especially like in the movies like the incredibles mm -hmm. and this is uh even compared to them 
is still pretty like on the low side because it's mostly about you know the nefarious scheme than you know as opposed to we got to get to this place yeah. or get away from this person oh, another, actually there's another episode another uh, example of Chekhov's gun here that the Nighthowler capsule looks like a blueberry yeah yeah also did you notice well have you there's another little thing that i noticed earlier in the movie where um he's walking away about talking about how you know how na naive judy is and all that stuff where he's walking through the street yeah. and he take and he takes some fruit from a fruit stand in front of her just to kind of thumb his nose at her yeah. but if you notice it was a blueberry yeah you're right it was totally a blueberry so that. like a little yeah i know just like a little bit of foreshadowing there huh Oh shit! More dodge, uh, more dodge, less ram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First off, there was an open hole in a museum. Why aren't there guardrails up? Actually, no. I, take I know. I, no, I well, take that back. I can understand this because they're doing a renovation. All right, that makes sense. Because they need to have guardrails up. Unless for I guess. Some bitch. Yeah, I guess. Because man, for real, it's. Oh, shit. You're acting out. You're acting it out here. You know, I almost wish that it was Nick Wilde who had that, uh, um, that was in the beginning of the play, just to show off his acting <laughs> capabilities here. I mean, I know there's technically no room for it in the structure of what they have here, yeah. and it was logical to start with Judy and whatnot, but <clears throat> there could have been some payoff with that, too. Although, in all so fairness, there it, it, it. it although, in all fairness, that, uh, that opening play where they were acting and whatnot mm -hmm. does pay off here anyway, where, you know, she, where Nick Wilde uh, uh, bites her and then... She just goes, blood, blood, blood everywhere, and dead. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's pretty good, Judy, but you, you I I still miss the uh, the the spurts of ketchup. Yeah, the the the, 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 the red linen scarf flying out. <laughs> Oh yeah. I love how she's able to turn on the cute. Oh yeah. There, that malicious cute. What the bellwether is? Yes. I love that kind that the way she was able to, you know, like go from really cutesy to really evil and back um in the span of like just a couple of seconds. Yeah. Sucker. Perp walk! Yeah! God willing, we can get a perp walk from a certain public, former public official. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Hopefully. Well, it's... Um, t for us, it's t it's still uh, and, and uh, February 2020, 2021, so... I love the way that they did his mane. It has that kind of... Oh, I know, it's right? It's silky. It's, it's got that, that crunchiness that a real lion mane has. Okay, Otterden, seriously, what the hell have you been up to? Because I just talked to the cops, and they told me you were involved with nude conspiracies and uh, <laughs> the mafia ties and gardening for them. Like, 
I like I want I want answers or I want a fucking divorce. <laughs> There's some fucked up shit going on. (laughs) You know what? How how healthy would that fucking be? And you know what? I guess you're right. Because look, if Judy Hopps is like the uh, the most pure police officer on the force, and if she can have a healthy relationship with the mafia, then so can Evan Otterton. Oh, they got him donuts. No donuts. Yeah, and that's another thing. The cops still love donuts. Yeah. The cliches are all still here, man, but they, st- they're still trying really hard to subvert all of it. <laughs> There's, yeah, yeah. He's got to have the reflective sunglasses. Mm. I want, so I wonder if that's a direct, you know, reference to just like all the, you know, regular cop movies and TV shows and whatnot. It's almost like or are they actually taught Academy flicks? I don't know. Well, well, I was also thinking of, like, is that actually, like, are, no, are they actually trying to be, pay homage to one of the greatest action comedies of all time, Hot Fuzz? Hmm. That's a possibility. Because now I still want, you know what, I want um, for the sequel, for uh, 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 for Nick Wilde to go undercover as Nick Angel. Just as, just as a little reference to that. Nick- like his cover name is Nicholas Angel. Oh, nice! I would love for that little that little Easter egg for a sequel. You listening, Disney? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wolf and Of course not. Nice. Yeah. See, look, these guys are going undercover. Have him. Have Nick Wilde go undercover and have his his cover name be Nicholas Angel. It would be the most amazing little reference to the best action comedy movie of all time, Hot Fuzz. Hot fuzz. They're fuzzy. Do it. It's right there. What? They didn't make a toy. Disney, what are you doing? Make a toy so this make ma- make a toy so this 40-year-old man can pay for yes. it and add it to his collection, okay? That's all we're asking. And of course now. This is a great way to end the movie. Oh, yeah. Aww. <laughs> the reveal is so good. I burst out laughing when I saw this for the first time. <laughs> so I have like five different friends from college uh, working in the film ind- working as uh, uh, film students. Five of them were named Nick, and I love saying hi to them with that give of Flash going. Nick, I love sending that to nice. him. Yeah, hopefully it does. Shakira, everybody. Shakira. Shakira and, uh, Gotta love the uh, some of the, most the big buff tigers. Some of the most tigers ever put on film. Right? <laughs> like even Tony's the tigers looking at it and like, damn, they're great. Frosted flakes get. I don't like gay. I, I actually celebrate it, so I'm like. Dudes, you 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 rock those those uh those shimmy shimmering shorts and you dance your heart out, young tigers. <laughs> For real, dude. Damn, look at all these people that worked on the story. Yeah. See, it's it's movies like this where you see like story by you know six different people, screenplay written by two different people, directed by two different people. I love that little joke with the sloth. But I love it. Uh, it's was it Giacchino or something? 
Yes. He's been doing a lot of stuff with the Star Wars movies and Star Wars such. Yes, it's been awesome. He's a very good director. Um, but it's uh, it's it's nice to see it's nice to see that many writers involved in the story, and it's actually good because there I've seen so many movies where I've seen like seven writers uh, attached to it, like four have been attached to like the story, three writers of the screen or were credited for the screenplay, and based on an idea by this person. And the movie's absolute ass. Yeah. How do you get that many writers and the movie's absolute ass? Thankfully, this this movie is not the case. This movie is fucking delightful. Is. Um, but yeah, it ends with the concert There's here, and we also end. have this. Yep. Even the even the even the standard pig uh, model. Even the, even the, uh, the 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 cons that she's hanging out with are like, are like yeah man this song slaps. Oh, Giselle's Giselle is like the. Uh, uh, it's Shakira. I it's mean, not even Giselle. It's just because it's. It's straight up just Shakira. Like we, there's no way around it. She's just playing herself. Yeah. Um. And yeah, man, I I still pop this this uh this song in every once in a while. And it always makes me, because it, it always makes me think of my... Uh, when they were making the character Giselle, they ran yes. the design past Shakira to make sure she, she was... Oh, yeah, and she's like, no, nah, make her more curvy. Yeah, they, they, literally, <laughs> she, they literally, she said, I need more hips. Giselle needs more yeah, hips. Yeah, for real. Giselle needs all them she hips. The so originally she oh, yeah, and like she do. Giselle, but no, because of Shakira, they gave her more booty. <laughs> yep. And they get to show it off properly, too. But anytime I pop in this song, man, I always think of uh, my old co-host and bestie, uh, uh, Hannah, for this one. Because, by God, it's... Because she, she was obsessed with this movie for a long time. I know. Yeah. Tommy Chong's like, oh, is this a Grateful Dead show? Yeah, Tommy Chong is just jamming, man, as he should be. I still say they need to bring in Cheech for the next one. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> and of course, you know, we 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 still got to be on brand. The uh, the the weasel's still sneaky. Mm -hmm. Shakira as Shakira. Yeah. Right, that was fun, guys. Dude, for real, man. Okay, so uh, it's been four years since it's been released, and obviously we've seen this movie multiple times. Uh, has it gotten better? Has it gotten? Has it just kind of plateaued for you? How, like, well, feelings? What do? You, what do you got? How do? You, how does this make you feel, Dave? Well, I haven't seen this movie for about uh, two years since before you asked me to do the commentary for this. I didn't. I just literally had not watched it until right now. Because I actually remember details in movies pretty well, but yeah, this and this is, is a movie that's I've really memorable. Sat and watched this at my computer this close, so I caught a lot of little details I'd never seen before, like the names of various things. Uh, yep. Like there was actually uh, there was a it was like an Asian restaurant called Walk Softly. Or um, I saw uh, what was it? Uh, um, oh shit! There was it, it, I think I mentioned it earlier. Like they pass up a a shoe store and it's like a um uh hoof locker yeah. instead of foot locker thing like so tiny little things like that used to be a disney animator and i don't know if he worked on this or not oh oh really yeah, sort of been right up his alley. like yeah, he was one of the uh um, one of the head animators on um 
go to? What was it? The big shark dude in uh, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, if we ever do Lilo and Stitch, let's like bring him oh, no, on. Are you still friends anymore. with him? Oh, he doesn't. He, he, last time I checked, I haven't talked to him in freaking ten years. Um, but he was uh, a Disney animator. Then he moved on to become a Disney Imagineer. And if you go to the if you oh go to wow Disney world, you'll find his artwork all around the parks in various places. Wow, that's you awesome, know? dude! You should totally like. No, you should totally hit him up, man. Like, say hi and be like, "Hey, man, you want in on the show?" Yeah, next, time comes, <laughs> he loves, uh, next time he comes to Ohio, I'll I'll, I'll keep an eye on him because he adores roller coasters. So he's been to Cedar Point and King's oh. numerous times. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he was, uh, man, see, you got all. You've got all the coolest friends, man. Like you're you're st friend BFF, like sorta, but not really friends with uh, Stephen Volk that we did on uh, our um, Ghostwatch, yeah. our Ghostwatch show. Dirk, uh, like man, you... Manning. I mean, I'm not gonna lame my animator friend because I want to. He doesn't want to be. Uh, that's his, his own his own affair. Um, but yeah, yeah really but cool dude. dude, that's awesome. Um, the one guy I really wish I remember I'd still talk to was the head of the Disney Archives. Um, I met him years and years ago, before we ended this movie, because, okay, let's just say, movie great, we loved it, we talked everything, we talked about it, but, back in 97, doing my interns at Disney, Disney had a place called the Disney Institute, and it was like an edutainment okay. um, uh, complex, and they had a, a show, it was a dinner and a show called the, the Lost Treasures of Disney Animation. And what it was is for sixty dollars, you got a meal, and then you got to go to a, 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 a private viewing of rare and law and rare and um, very very obscure pieces of Disney animation hosted by Dave Smith, who was the head of Disney Archives at the time. Cool. And I went with a friend of mine. We managed to miss the dinner because she got lost. But when we got to the show, which is all I really cared about, they let us in without a ticket, mm -hmm. so I got to see it for free awesome and they had stuff like uh they actually had the only at the time the only piece of uh existing animation for the collaboration between salvador dali and walt disney for destino they had uh pencil wow. tests for abandoned mickey mouse shorts they had a uh a, 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 a silent reel of animation that was done for a danny k movie called up in arms it was never used in the film um they had and he had just finished a um uh, a restoration for a, a cut song from Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and they actually brought Angela Lansbury back in to revoice the character. And I remember Man. I talked to him a little bit after the show, and he was very impressed with my depth of Disney knowledge. And I'm impressed with your depth of Disney knowledge, man. I really wish I'd been able to keep <laughs> up with him because I might have gotten a job at Disney Archives by now. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, dude, dude, you should probably, you should have taken that, man, because yeah. I'm just like, like, you know, I'm just literally sitting here with my, uh, with my fists on my chin here, just, you know, taking, taking in all of this, man, from you, because this, see, this is exactly why I wanted to give you your own sub show, because shit, people need to hear this shit from you, because you're so, you're so fucking into it, and you know so much so yeah man no for real I, I mean it it's 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 awesome it's compelling it's interesting and it's rich well, no, with uh, really with all these on this is tron the original tron oh man you know what uh we just might do that next season yeah. maybe um you know what we'll get like a hashtag going uh disney dan does tron 
<laughs> we could probably get that going. Well, we if you want to get it going on, like, uh, when, when they did Saludos Amigos, uh, which is basically because the State Department wanted uh, a goodwill tour for the Latin America during World War II, so they sent Walt Disney down there, figuring he's like, you know, the quintessential American, making the quintessential, you know, American entertainment. Um, so they were like, yeah, go, come down to Latin America, convince them not to, to turn over the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, look at all this shit here! Like we, Mac and Linux and media engineering, oh all these all engineering the jobs. The, you know, running the servers and the uh, oh, actually, we should. I'd love to do a little bit of Toy Story too at some point. Oh, dude, the the stories of the making of Toy Story two are insane. That's yeah, movie, that's definite. They lost like nine. Oh, the oh, only reason they had that's it that's one of the animators. That's all. So she got to take it home. Yeah, that's that's. That's one of the, that's going to have to be like a whole, a whole like long episode because that, yeah, that that's not, not each other movie. We'll just go like do Disney trivia. We'll do an entire podcast. Of sure, why not? Trivia. You know what? I've I've actually I've I've probably already released it, but I'm working on like a short series. So, dude, if you want to do that's another thing from this show. Should we do a short series of just Disney Dan? No commentary, just random weird subjects from the Disney archives and the Disney history vault, if you yeah, will. Because yeah. that sounds like a really fun awesome. show. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, dude, let's let's do that. Like, what, what 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 should we talk about first? I have no or idea. or should we leave Literally, it to the? We're just brainstorming right now. We'll talk about this later. You know what? Just, well, how about this? Uh, well, I'll I'll remember to write this in the uh, the description for uh, when it comes out. But what do you guys want to hear us talk about uh, in terms of Disney and in terms of its history, like weird niche things or anti-Jewish and and being a Nazi? I will reach to this screen and hit you. Well, no. See, what we'll do is we will educate them first. And then if they don't get the point, that's when we hit them. Because you know, so uh, it's some of it is actually genuinely interesting yeah, to that, you know, to to read up on. Means. He was a kind of an asshole, just like everybody no. else. But he wasn't this monster that people have built him up to be. No, no. Uh, for that kind of thing, we uh, I refer to the wonderful Amazon uh, uh, streaming series, The Boys, where they basically make Vought, you know, Disney in there that he's like the head of the franchise and yeah he was totally a nazi in in uh in the boys right, um but is which is a really wonderful over ladies and gentlemen cool um so that yeah man that was zootopia man. and um watching it again because i I've, again i've seen this about i think this might have been like the sixth or seventh time i've seen it just because i loved it for me six or seven times i mean i enjoyed it a lot i still enjoyed and i it. I still do, and you know what? Watching it here with you, I appreciate it a lot more because you know what? what, No, it's not just you know all the little trivia and whatnot, but it's the shit that's right in front of me. You know, because I always say that one of the best things that you can do for a movie and uh, enhance the rewatchability of it is all the tiny little details that you put into your movie. Um, in the background and in the foreground and what you do in terms of story structure and character development. And because, uh, uh, again, it's not just sight gags. It's little payoffs and setups that you don't notice the first time around, the ones that you have to watch again and again to pick up on. 
uh, like I said before, you know, the fact that uh, uh, the little blueberry is uh, bookended with uh, with uh, Judy and and, uh, and Nick uh, from the first time that they meet to the end of the movie. And it's little things like that that pay off. And uh, yeah, and so now seeing that, I realize that Zootopia, like a lot of movies that I love, are, you know, they're uh they're enhanced by their rewatchability because of those tiny little details i think uh on the very first the first or second episode that i did on this show which was uh the the cornetto trilogy mm-hmm. Shaun of the dead hot fuzz world's end all three of them perfect examples where there are tons and tons of jokes and little details and not just in terms of what's in the background or uh but it, in terms of the character developments and the story developments that you pick up on the more you watch it and uh, knowing what's around the corner and whatnot, and you still get to be surprised. That's, that's the key to rewatchability is can you be surprised after like the 10th viewing and whatnot? And this movie totally does it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I love this movie. It's better than frozen. It's definitely up there. Always better than frozen. Big hero six. That's another one I would like to do. Uh, so yeah, know uh, you know, you, uh, you know, whether uh, Yoshida is dead or not. <laughs> I actually got to think because uh, uh, I haven't seen Moana yet, uh, but I think this movie is probably my favorite, you know, 3D Disney animated movie that they've put out so far, I think. Um, but I think uh, a close tie in second would actually probably be Tangle. Yeah, Tangle was really I, good too. I'm in that. Well, I'm in that camp that, you know, it's it, you'll notice in like a, the Disney camp, the Disney animation camp, you'll find there's the Frozen camp and there's the uh, Tangled camp where one is better than the other. And I'm totally in the Tangled camp. <laughs> so it's it's dumb. Okay, it's stupid. Anyway, but um, that's how it is. Two and a half, almost two hours and four minutes. And I have to pee. So we're going to. OK, why don't we? Yeah, we'll wrap this. We'll wrap this up. We'll be back again next month. Uh, we've got uh, a whole nother um, uh, theme going, and in, I guarantee you we'll be delivering on that with another fan favorite. But this one is a little bit more underground and really underappreciated, especially by the folks at Disney. That's all we'll say until next time. So, uh, yeah, I've been Tim. And, uh, yeah, this has been another episode. Yes, the Disney Dan. And this has been another episode of uh, Never Watch Alone under Disney Dan Presents, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Peace.